sound of a spaceship coming down, like a wah 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 kind of. But it turned into ghost <laughs> instead, which I think is fine. Yeah. Uh, welcome back welcome. to Honey. This podcast isn't big enough for the two of us. My name is Mary. My name is EJ. And you're listening to a very special bonus episode. Yeah. Quote unquote bonus episode. Kind of a bonus episode. We said like, it'll be like short. It'll be like, we're not going to research it that much. And then we did just like spend an hour. We did spend an hour <laughs> planning. Yeah. We just were like thinking that it would, it would behoove us Yeah. to just like have a smattering of like shorter, less planned out episodes so that we can give you guys more content. Mm-hmm. And also, so we don't spend every episode like doing research a la a three-hour seminar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 We've been releasing some pretty meaty episodes. Yeah. So maybe this will help us. Yeah, and we thought we'd give you guys a fucking dumb episode. Yeah. Just kidding. It's not, <laughs> it's not dumb. But it's, you know, yeah. less it's thoughtful. It's we researched it and everything. This is not like a theory-heavy episode. In fact, it'll have no theory. It'll have no theory in it. We're just going to talk about stuff maybe. that we like. Yeah. Maybe. So that's what's happening. Yeah. So hey, what's this episode about? This episode is going to be about Hesitant Alien. Oh, cool. Because we received several asks about Hesitant Alien or Hesitant Alien related things. Uh So, like, there was the classic from an anonymous, Gerard Way's Hesitant Alien is a big sparkly Viking funeral for masculinity. Thoughts? This Um, is a really good ask. It's a great ask. It's a great ask. Um... And yeah, we have some thoughts. We not like a, thoughts. not a ton of thoughts, I would say, but yeah. certainly some thoughts. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna gender. talk about gender because this is honey. This podcast because we talk about, gender, talk about gender here gender. on this podcast. Um, and also somebody said to us the, the little question. Yeah, what was about, it? Uh, hour long episode <laughs> dissecting millions when? Yeah. Um, and we would like to answer that with hour long episode dissecting millions now. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> We're gonna try and keep it under control. Um. Yeah, that'll be towards the end of the episode. We want you to know, in talking about millions, we have to put our tinfoil hats on a little. A little bit. Just a little. Because otherwise the song doesn't make any sense. Because otherwise the song doesn't make sense. So we're going to put on our tinfoil hats a little. You can join us. Yeah. You can put on your tinfoil hat. Or you can simply close the episode. Skip right over. Hit and pause. Close the application. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. Totally chill. Yeah. Not a worry. So I guess... Should we do, like, a little intro? I don't know. Sometimes we go, how are you? But oh, I feel... sure. You know. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. How are you? Cool. Good. Yeah. I'm good. It's warm here. It's getting warmer. It's finally warm. It's getting warmer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's no longer below freezing, so that's hot and sexy. It was even, like, 75 degrees yesterday. That was massive. We got Big bubble news. tea. We did get bubble tea. We went vintage shopping. Right in the middle of the day. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. It was great. Bye, Ben. Should we should we get into it? Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. So, Hesitant Alien mm-hmm. is an album. Yes, it is. Made by Gerard Way. Mm-hmm. It is In an album when? 2014. Correct. Which is after the breakup. When did they break up? Hey, <laughs> hey, my chemical romance broke up at did some point. Did they break up? My God. Yeah. At some point, um, famously, famously <laughs> they did they disband. Did um, yeah. Bummer. Yeah. But, <laughs> tough. When was that? That was in 2013. It was. That was in 2013. And then very shortly mm-hmm. afterwards. Gerard releases an album titled Hesitant Alien. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I believe that he leaked a few songs before that. I think so. Via Twitter. Um, and like had a, a process of recording new music before he realized that he was going to do a full album. Yeah. And then the full album was released in 2014. Correct. So because of the fact that it's like 
pretty immediately post-band breakup. Mm-hmm. There's a lot There's a lot of themes in there. There's a lot of themes in there. <laughs> there's so some what, themes. What we're going to do is we're going to go through what some of those major themes are yeah. and then talk about the songs that, that highlight those. And then we'll talk about gender yeah. after that. So Cool. All right, let's do it. What's our first theme? Our first theme we titled... Television slash dreams slash nostalgia. Which is really a lot of things kind of crammed together. Which is really just kind of (laughs) extremely vague. Mm -hmm. Um, But really what I was trying to get across there, that was me, that was my doing. Um, That's my fault. (laughs) Um, Really what I was trying to get across there is like Gerard is clearly very interested in like these kind of like different concepts of consciousness kind of. Like, talks a lot about dreams in Hesitant Alien. For me, mostly it's pinkish, which is not a Hesitant Alien edition. But it basically is to me. And there's stuff about, whatever, dreams and sleeping and Mm -hmm. whether that's sleeping something off or, like, dreaming as a way to achieve something. Like, there's a lot of that. Along with this, like, reflecting on a past or a past self Mm -hmm. um, that can either be like, in the band, kind of, or, like, reflecting on past relationships or, like, pre, kind of, like, pre-fame or pre, like, leaving a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a spot where you want something else. Right. That's largely, yeah. I think, what what we're getting at with that point. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, Drugstore Perfume is the first one on our list. That's a great example of somebody waiting and wanting and wishing yeah. and wanting to make something else happen. Yeah. This one, I've seen a lot of, like, theorizing online about how the she mm-hmm. in drugstore perfume people think is perhaps Gerard. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike that yeah, interpretation. That's possible. It's part of it probably yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, yeah. Gerard likes to write from a she sometimes. It's the Gerard she. It's the Gerard she. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we could mention this off the bat that yeah. there are like so many characters in this album. Yeah. Right? There are so many like individual personalities that I believe Gerard connects to partially. Yeah. But I don't think any of these songs are fully Gerard. Right? I don't think so either. Yeah. So I think this is a great example of that. Yeah, Gerard loves to just like write. We and we've talked about this before. Gerard just writes through the lens of different perspectives a lot, mm-hmm. and like so. The thing is, is that like all of them are Gerard. Yeah, <laughs> is the thing. Yeah. In some ways, they're literally all him. Mm-hmm. Like literally all of them. But also like. Partially, they're all fabricated. Yeah. I think it's like just a way that Gerard writes. It's, it's just a very typical way for Gerard to write. It's what revenge is like. Oh yes, revenge yeah. is basically written exactly the same way as has mm-hmm. it in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, in terms of that, like switching perspectives and like writing through like the mouth of a character. Yes, kinda. completely. And yeah. we pulled up a tweet earlier that was about um, Gerard saying from as early as bullets to yeah. now. Yeah. Um, they're writing through, they, they switch perspectives all the time. They right. switch perspective mid-song. They switch gender mid-song. That's, yeah. um, that's something that they've always been doing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, anyways, what's happening here too, so maybe it could be that. That's fine. Um, I think this is pretty straightforward. I wrote Gerard I Love My Wife Way. Yeah. This is a wife here. song. It's a wife song. Yeah. It's a wife song. It's very much like, wow, crazy how we both started in this like place where we wanted to escape and now we found each other. Yeah. And, and we, we could have done can. it. You could have yeah. done it sooner, but we didn't. Like that's right. kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah, it's very, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, a beautiful song. song. Um, so yeah, that nostalgia, mm-hmm. I guess, is there. Um, okay. After that, we had Action Cat, which is a great song. This one yes. we 
think is just kind of... I mean, this one is... this We did not put in the fame category, but this one's also about... It is. About fame. But... Yeah. Um, we wanted to highlight, like... Or, like, I guess this is a breakup song. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the... Yeah. The, this one is, like, shockingly straightforward. Gerard yeah. loves to be vague. Yes. And most of these songs are incredibly vague. Except for when all of a sudden they're so not... Yes. Shock and you're this, shocked. Yes. This yeah. one's quite straightforward. This one's quite straightforward. Yeah. Song. This one's yeah. just kind of a breakup song. Mm-hmm. But also has those elements of, like, we want television bodies that we can't keep. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the fame... The longing for something, I think, is in there. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, specifically, like, maybe the longing for fame. Mm-hmm. Or, like, longing for recognition or something. Totally. Um, Gerard is really interested in TV on this album. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've been tabloided to hell, my man. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And how can you continue to do something original and unique and continue to be an artist yeah. when... You feel constantly scrutinized. Yeah, totally. What can you yeah. get back to? What can you go towards? Yeah. I think, as far as nostalgia and dreams. Totally. That fits in there. Totally, totally. Yeah, and then we had Get the Gang Together, mm-hmm. which is kind of nostalgia forward, we thought. Yeah. Just in terms of, like, connecting a bunch of people after some time. Mm-hmm. You made a good point. Yeah, that, I mean, this song really reminds me of Kill All Your Friends. I think it, that makes it, a lot of sense. It, it's about coming back to a place that was once familiar and seeing how it's changed and how you've changed and the people around you have changed. Yeah. Um, and thinking about what you wanted and what you want. Yeah. Um, that tension exists in Kill All Your yeah. Friends and absolutely here as well. Yeah, totally. Um, there's also some little gender moments in this yeah. song, which we love. There's the there's the transgenderism of this mm-hmm. song. You heard what happened to Sly. Anyway, they all call him Michelle now and he had a new baby, a little girl, Gemini. Interesting. Very interesting because... Very interesting. Yeah, Gerard's kid is a Gemini, mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know. He's mm-hmm. spoken about this. Yes. Um, and also the way that that's talked about. I know that there's some tweets. There's another tweet where someone's like, hey, why did you misgender this person in this song? And Gerard's like... fictional character. And Gerard's like, no, I'm writing from the perspective yeah. of somebody who doesn't know right. this much about this. Yeah. But t- it's still talking about this person. Totally. And what they've done. Yeah. yeah. This song is very gossipy to me. Yeah. You know? It's a little... No, it is. It's like, have you... Whatever happened to these people? Mm-hmm. What? Anyway, I heard this is happening, you know? Yeah. It's very, like, rumor milly. Yeah. Kind of. Shocking new directions. Yeah. Of people's lives. Yeah. yeah. No, which I think is, like, very interesting considering speculations and people discussing things about him Absolutely. and other people. Whatever. Being a person in the public eye and mm-hmm. having people speculate about you and talk about you and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. So I think there, there, there's some of that. Too. Yeah. yeah. There's also the putting lipstick on homeless boys in Koreatown lyric with the uh, the little she. Uh-huh. She's she's putting lipstick on homeless boys in Koreatown. Who? Who is she? Who? It is not established. <laughs> it's literally not established. It's, a it's literally she. a random yeah. she. Who? Don't know. Um, Gerard, I must assume it's you. Gerard, I must assume it is <laughs> Unless you, you articulate otherwise. I speaking must assume. Of, speaking of saying it is you, um, Maya the Psychic. Maya the Psychic, yeah. That um, is Gerard. This one is Gerard. Yeah. Because he we said only, that. We only get one she in yeah. this one. Did he say that? Yeah, he said that. Oh. He said that he's, it's writing about his own, like, experience hearing voices. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's assuming yeah. a, a she in this yeah. song. Cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Love yeah. it. So she's busy hearing voices again. That's Gerard. I thought that was mostly speculation on other people's parts. And I'm like, oh, I'm that pretty makes sure total he, sense. Yeah. However. No, I'm pretty sure he said that. Um, but this is also a song about, like, community and not being alone in that. And yeah. And being an outsider, but also finding connections. Yeah. Through that. Totally. Pinkish. Here's the thing about Pinkish and Don't Try. 
I feel like I was saying this to EJ before we recorded. I feel like Pinkish and Don't Try are like the purest like form of these themes. Totally. Like just congealed into a song. Totally. Like uh Pinkish is so like the whole bridge is like this dream is calling your name and like holding on to dreams and while also being about like a loss of something kind of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the marks we left on each other and stuff. So right. it's about both of those things just congealed into one song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is such an interesting like new way to think about, I mean, sleep and dreams are things that exist in Black Parade, right? Yeah. Like this is treated completely differently. Yeah. Like this becomes something more promising instead of something haunting, Totally. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely true. Yeah, because the whole thing in sleep is wake up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, But this yeah. is more about, like, considering potential. Yeah. And that's really cool. It is, yeah. But also kind of a loss of potential. It's both. Mm. It feels very bittersweet to me. Yeah. A lot of Hesitant Alien feels super bittersweet to me. And I think that's also the nostalgia factor, because nostalgia is such, like, a happy, sad feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's partially that. But, yeah, I totally agree. It's definitely different. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that. That's that. What's the biggest theme in this album, uh, I would say? To me, it is liminality. Yeah. I think liminality is a massive theme that we see manifest in a lot of different ways. I could even argue that, like, the dreams and nostalgia stuff. It is. That's liminality. It is. That's considering where do I go now. I'm right. stuck in between something. Yep. Um, I think liminality becomes such a central theme of this album because it is a post-band album. Totally. Because Gerard has left something major and they're trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah, and it's like, what? What is Literally what? Literally what now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We were looking at the Hesitant Alien zine who worked before this, which has a very cool section about, like, travel. Yeah. And um, travel is a great metaphor for liminality. You're in, you're in a tube in the sky, going from place to place. Yeah. And there is an end point. I think Gerard is in more of a liminality where he doesn't know where the end point is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Airplanes and subways mm-hmm. and hotels, too. You get to the hotel and there is some waiting involved, but there is so much to look at that it doesn't bother you. Yeah. Like, Oof. it's all just kind of existing but in a in a constant state between things which is kind of what being an abandoned touring is you're just constantly in a state between things you're either on a plane or you're in a hotel or you're in like a place that isn't it's like a not place Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you're in a place that doesn't exist in some ways yeah Yeah. um he loves to put himself in an elevator or in an ambulance or in a escalator an escalator yeah yeah he loves he loves to do that and like both emotionally and physically, the most visible thing in this album. It feels like you have taken a weird subway ride, um, and it's like you're in some kind of neon subway, mm-hmm. and now you're stuck in the tunnel for a little bit. Yeah. Like, you got on the wrong train, and you do not know where this one is going. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Like, that's kind of what the whole thing feels like. Yeah. I think we, I mean, we said we wouldn't do much theory here, but <laughs> liminality is a concept that does have theory behind it. I think we've talked about it before. I think we have. But like to nod to that again, Victor Turner, foundational anthropology, sociology, he's thinking about liminality as far as like stages of life go. Um, and that there are liminal moments that people pass through in society to like achieve adulthood or to achieve, uh, it's usually into adulthood. Um, but you go through these places where you're not really fully in one category or another, um, to then achieve a more whole identity. Totally. Um, 
Which is what's happening here, too. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Longing for connection is a big thing, too, I think. Because yeah. he says here, like, you, this is usually where you start to watch people if you haven't start stopped already. This is common. You also start to do this in train stations or city squares. Once on stage, where the people start watching you, you notice there's little distinction between the solitude of the streets and the solitude of the extra dark club. You are constantly looking for a way in here, some kind of human connection, and sometimes you find it in the quiet between the songs. Still, you struggle. And once you return to your room, you find you are no more alone than when you are outside. Loneliness. Like, loneliness and, like, being adrift, I think. And, like, trying to be, I think, trying to be understood. Yeah. You know? And never feeling content with the level that people attempt to understand you. Totally. Which is all liminal emotions. Totally. Yeah. So, anyway, we can see this in several songs. (laughs) Um, For example, Brother. Brother. We don't need to, like, necessarily pull up specific things, but, like, mm-hmm. like strangers laugh and subways feel. Like, to yeah. me, Brother is, like, the purest. Also, Brother is such mm-hmm. a pure distillation of, like, the feeling of, like, sleeping on a couch mm-hmm. and, like, being lost in the glow of a club, yeah. you know? And loneliness, but also a meaningful connection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I was also reading an interview about this song particularly. Yeah. That it's about uh, relapsing, yeah. and it's about addiction, and it's about... I, I think that, that connects interestingly to liminality of, like, where are you going? Are you getting better? Can yeah, get oh, better? totally. Yeah, yeah, Can you return to the place that you were before this? Yeah. Um, both for better or worse. Yeah. Um, that, that theme is there, too. No shows, also. Mm-hmm. Which is also, Gerard, I love my wife, Boy Strikes Again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one's clearly about, like, the band. Totally. Um, and about not needing that kind of recognition. Right. Anymore, right? Yeah. Similarly to Drugstore Perfume, right? That yeah. This is about, like, we both can, we both went through this thing, but we don't need it anymore because we... We can leave the show. Yeah. We can hang out with each other. And that's And that's quite nice. That's super nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, like, well, that's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what's going on? Hey, there's a weird section in this song, though. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that this section is in the song. I'm just, like, bopping along. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh! <laughs> the music changes completely. Yeah. Like, so much cuts out for this one section yeah. that yeah. it, like, it, like, highlights it and underlines the hit musically. It's And crazy. you go, you, you tilt your head a little. Uh-huh. And you go, hmm. Hmm. What's that about? What a weird thing you said. That just really Should we say what he says? Yes. Okay. She's sweet as battery. Man, I got nothing. You kiss an enemy's hands. I got nothing. We got an animal band and that's something. It's not love if it's just fucking. What? (laughs) What does that mean? What does that mean? That's interesting because this song seemed to be a pretty straightforward love song up until this point. Up until this point where all of a sudden it's about kissing enemies' hands. Yeah. And the animal band we have. Our band, there's a, um, there's antagonism. The, the love to band dualism. Mm. Ah, the love to band dualism. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because, like, I mean, earlier when you were talking about hotel rooms, yeah. we know that Gerard has had a difficult relationship with hotel rooms, yeah. especially in connection with being away from their family. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 feels, that feels similar. Yeah. This, the, this band takes you away from this other kind of home that you yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and that's hard. Is yeah. that the antagonism here? I don't know. It's unclear. Because here's the thing. Frank has also... To bring the man into the room. You brought him into the room. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Um, you don't want to be here, but unfortunately <laughs> you're here. Um, Frank has also talked about music and creating music as, like, 
a marriage Mm -hmm. and also kind of as like in sex terms yeah so like the idea of like making unsatisfying music as like just as just being fucking as just fucking instead of being love is totally like a feasible thing to think there Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. thanks frank yeah, thank you, Frank. Uh, renowned theorist Frank Iero. Yeah. Um, Bringing in Frank Iero was yeah. our theory this week. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure they like both think about it that way. I mean, Frank is so fucking weird and thinks about things in such a specific way and thinks about making music in such a specific way. Yeah. But I think takes a lot of cues for songwriting from Gerard. Like, talks sure. about that a lot. Hmm. The band is a relationship? That's an interesting... Crazy how when you're in a band, you are in relationships with the people in the band. That's really... <laughs> hmm. Let's bookmark that for later, because that might become relevant. Zero Zero is about being in the band. It's about being in the band. It's a Smashing Pumpkins reference also. Yeah. And it's a bop. And it's a fucking bop. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say Not about really. that one? <laughs> um, Just totally about fame. You know, your DNA at the record station and shit like that. Yeah. You mean, you know. Yeah. About being exploited and... Totally. Yeah. A lot of this, I mean, a lot of these themes are good crossovers with, like, conventional weapons. Totally. You know? Oh, 100%. Like, the teenage of it all. Yeah. The teenage DNA of it all. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting to think about, like, Conventional Weapons as a record where they're talking about fame being exhausting from inside the band. And, and then externally. This is external. Yeah. But, it, and that's where it puts the question on where do we go now? Right. Because in Conventional Weapons, the answer is forward. Yep. But here it is not. It is it's not. It's forward, but it's in a completely different direction. Yeah. Anyway. How it's, How gonna, it's gonna be. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that song is like, um, you said we'd all be dead by 25. Oh, yeah. This song makes me absolutely insane. Yeah. The Liminale we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't lie. I never really wanted more than what I ever really needed after all. Someone that hates to see me go. You know? It's about relationships and forming relationships also, you know? But then also, so the band. It ends with, can you tell me what it's like or how it's going to be? Yeah. Which feels like the the thesis of the album. Absolutely. Looking for direction. Yeah. Yeah. And looking for someone to help you find direction. Yes. Because you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. And painful. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just said the Bureau, the bureau is kind of about that. Elevators. I love the idea of elevators as liminal space. Yeah. That's, and I mean, thinking about elevators into the end also, I don't know if that does liminality in the same way. But like, doesn't, doesn't it go to, what level does it go to? That elevator only goes up to 10. And this one's going, getting directed to level 10. Oh my goodness. We're going straight to the top. Whoa. <laughs> if the building has 10 stories, I guess. <laughs> so they can build buildings taller than that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um... <laughs> Wait, does it say that? Does it even say that? Does it go to 10? It goes to 10. It goes to 10 it in the song, right? Okay. It goes to 10 in okay. that song, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But the... what is on the 10th floor? That is the real I don't understand. Like, why does Gerard so focus on the 10th floor of a building? I don't why? Know. That's weird. Are you just like on the 10th floor of hotels a lot? Like maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe it's just a 10 is easy to rhyme. 10 rhymes with men. Um, <laughs> what does he rhyme it with in Bureau? Probably also, also men. men. <laughs> Just kidding. We're being homophobic yeah, right now. Yeah, you are. Um, does it, are we sure it goes to 10? It goes to 10. Elevator, please direct me to level 10. It doesn't rhyme with anything. Descend. Descend. Okay. It is Kinda. the easiest number to rhyme. It's so easy to rhyme. Imagine if he was like seven. Yeah, seven's <laughs> a toughie. And five's not high enough for you to like really need to take the elevator. So. <laughs> 
Marker. Well, I love this discussion <laughs> we're having about like when to take this an elevator. The level of nuance that we're bringing to you to this episode, <laughs> in yeah, our mini episode. Yeah, I love that as like the intro to the album. It feels so much like an intro to an album mm-hmm. song to me. It's also, I mean, while we're here, musically so different than what you would expect from My Chemical Romance's Gerard Way. Like, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, such yeah. a distinct sound that it kicks us off. Wow. Like, Ugh, and you're wow, like, okay, wow, something's happening wow, here. Wow, 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 you know? It's a great start. It goes like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does blues, kind of. Wow. It leads into bluesiness, yeah. you know, which yeah. MCR does not Mm-mm. do, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the last thing we have is Don't Try, which I just wrote evil song for evil people. That's correct. This song, if anybody has, like, a line-by-line breakdown of this song that they'd like to share with an interpretation... Because what the fuck is going on in this song? Go for it. Like, wow. This one's all over the place. And, like, just, like, a lot of imagery that make me crazy. Mm -hmm. That make me crazy, you know? I think a lot of people feel this way about this song, Mm -hmm. where they're like, I don't quite know what you're saying, but also I feel insane about it. Yeah. Just dying a little, and sleeping deader, and waking up and people are gone, and, like, longing for touch, and, like, just give us a touch and let me down slow. I, like... But it's impossible to tell like who the speaker is. Who's talking? Moment. Who's like, talking about who? Because how it's many like people are involved. That's the thing. Is like literally, who are you talking about? Yeah. Literally, who and like who are you talking from? Your sad and magic. Let's like count the pronouns, yeah. okay? Literally count the pronouns. So like, there's a we. Die a little. We try a little. Let's meet in the middle and wait. Maybe you won't. I'm I'm bored when you don't. You're sad and magical. He says you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful too. There's a she towards the end. Yeah, then it yes. gets to, uh, there's a she, just hang around, she makes a bigger sound, which that seems wifeish to me. Yes. Um, when we dream, we all shake, I think he's in love. What you're thinking of. Who? <laughs> and like, you can't just say this level of devastating things and not- It's livable. Describe- Gray hairs are visible. Who are these people? I'm kind of miserable <laughs> too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This um, one's this one's tricky. I mean, yeah, like pretty. I think if we were to simplify it all down, so 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 much, trying to escape from a listlessness, yeah, right, and for mm-hmm. meaningful connection is what mm-hmm. this song is about, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah, but like, what the fuck are you talking about all the time, yeah. Gerard? There's too much nuance and specificity in you this like, song. Gerard was like, "I'm gonna talk about a whole group." <laughs> I hope yeah, you're ready. It's like this could be about twenty to this- twenty-five people. <laughs> 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 this is a song about a bunch of people I met at a club. I know all of them. Here you go. I guess. Like, this yeah. is... Or it's... Yeah. Who knows? Well, and, like, that's the thing is, like, it's all about Gerard. So, like, maybe right. they're all him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But there's no... It's so hard to pull the lines apart. But it's still clearly about loneliness. Yeah. Oh, and then we had another category. And in that category, we put Juarez. Because it's just kind of a punk song. It's kind of a punk song. It's kind of like he wanted to make an anti-cop song. Yeah. We're going to just have a party at the cop at the cop spot. And I love that. Um, we also <laughs> know had a, no. we were reading through the lyrics before this, and the line, I'm Greg Ginn, really caught me off guard because Greg Ginn was not capitalized. <laughs> so and my brain said, went, I'm Greg Ginn? <laughs> Greg Ginn? Yeah. Gregan. Yeah, we're Gregan. I guess we're Gregan. We're Gregan. Hey, we love Succession. We love <laughs> Succession. Anyone like Succession? Yeah, you guys like right Succession. In. Um, yeah. We said this is a punk song, but glam. Oh, Gregan. So Gregan is from Black Flag. I also learned that today. 
<laughs> you didn't know? No, I don't know. Oh, my flag. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. You don't need Henry to. Henry Rollins, right? Yeah. Okay, so I know one person in Black Flag. <laughs> I think that's more than most people do. <laughs> that's probably true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a punk song. It's it's also glam. It's glam. It's glam. There's some glitter in there. It definitely is. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. Should we just talk about gender now? No, I guess we can wait. Should we talk about gender now? Should we talk about gender? We can talk about gender. This album is so going after Bowie, Iggy Pop, Brian Eno. Yes. Absolutely. And Absolutely. we and we know this. Mm-hmm. The, Gerard has named all of these names. Let's see. There's a page in the zine about the uniform mm-hmm. and has said, I drew inspiration for the look from a number of different places. It's perhaps on the surface quite obviously drawing on Bowie's Berlin period as well as Iggy Pop during this time. And then sonically chasing Brian Eno's first album is mm-hmm. what they mention. And also mixing in some Brian Ferry and Roxy music. The idea here also that I knew I wanted contrast. The contrast between the fuzzy, scuzzy nature of the music and a corporate uniform. I wanted a cleaned up look that could never truly be sanitary. Mm-hmm. It's camp. It's camp. It's, it's camp. camp. Which is Drug great. You've done it again. Which is great because yeah, it's super funky, fuzzy, scuzzy. Like that's like all the tones in this are so fuzzy. Mm-hmm. The buried vocals. You mentioned yes. um, the guitars. There's Yeah. So in a couple of interviews, Gerard has about this album Gerard has talked about like trying to use guitars in a way that they are not currently used in pop music yeah um like by contrast in the 80s and 90s guitars were much more scuzzy especially like grunge era um but like contemporary music in 2014 and contemporary music now don't use a lot of guitars yeah guitars are not featured all that much right so how can you do something new and different with guitars to feature them again I love that I love that too. I love that. And um, the thing with the vocals, there's some tweets about the vocals where mm-hmm. he's like, I want this to be like a hidden rectangle. Or Buried, something like that. Re- dead rectangle. Dead rectangles. Yeah, which I think yeah. is like visually in the mixing studio, like how yeah. much fuzz and noise can yeah. you pack on top of something yeah. to kind of bury the vocals underneath the sound. Yeah. And I think that can also connect to like what we were saying last week about hyperpop yeah. and modulation yeah. and using technology to change your voice. Totally. Like, this is that differently but it's absolutely still happening yeah absolutely so that in contrast with the like like he's in a suit like this Mm -hmm. whole tour Mm -hmm. but then at the same time it's like wearing makeup and like has like brightly colored hair and like is picking like there's some stuff in here about picking colors and then like bold colors and like alien planets. I don't know why, but something about the bright colors together reminded me of some alien planets New Year's custom. <laughs> you know, the orange hair was a nod to Bowie's Thin White Duke and also Johnny Rotten. It's very much playing on all of these glam artists, specifically glam artists. Yeah, we know Gerard likes glam. Absolutely. And Gerard is using a lot of glam here in terms of the look. Like what we can say there, just in general, is that like masculinity in glam music is... It's freer. Not to say that masculinity doesn't exist in glam music, but that it is... Yeah, I think it does. It does, yeah. but it, it looks so much different than masculinity it in looks any like, other space. Yeah, it looks yeah. like you are wearing a little costume, and it's an extreme mm-hmm. costume, and skin-tight stuff, and, like, often makeup, mm-hmm. and you are bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's about being loud, and it's about sex. It's like, like no, like, literally. Yeah. It's about being loud, it's about sex, and it's also about just, like, being kind of a freak, and being kind of a little alien freak. Absolutely. Like, which, you know, yeah. is it's what also, we're saying. It's about attention. It's about yeah. being seen, yeah. too, I think, yeah. in a way. And yeah. being, a, a, I don't know. And then we see the way that 
Gerard deals with that being seen of fame. Yeah. With a bit of... It's muddled, right? Yeah. Um, but putting that on, I think, heightens that theme. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Hey, y'all, y'all seen Velvet Goldmine? Oh, Velvet Goldmine. Just wondering if you guys have seen Velvet Goldmine. Hey, if you haven't seen Velvet Goldmine, you should see it. I mean, obviously, I feel like most people have probably, if you're listening to this, you've seen Velvet Goldmine. But if not, yeah, you gotta. It's about the death of glam. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Gerard in this album really was like, can I just, like, resurrect glam for a second? Can I do this a little bit? Yeah. 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 Because there's not a lot of, like... I don't know that there's a lot of albums in recent years that really feel glam to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that MCR is glam, but it's glam in a different way, totally. right? It's glam combined with a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, this album feels pretty classically glam to me, yeah. a la Bowie Brian Eno, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, stylistically, you know? I'm also thinking about the, like, to go back to Velvet Goldmine, the tension in that film of, like, the flashbacks... Between the 70s and the 80s. The 80s feel so corporate, gray, dry. Which I think is something that, like, you see nodded to here as well. With, like, rainy city streets and... No, totally. Like, uh, elevators. Yeah. That feels very office building. Totally. To me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's... He's a hesitant alien. He's not a full (laughs) alien. He's He's hesitant about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing glam, but I'm also doing it in, like, kind of a... Yeah. It's, like, uncertain about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention that this page of the zine is on the same... It's right next to the Mary Timoney and um, uh, uh, the Carrie Brownstein page. Yeah. Hot. Hot love. Hot love. Hot love okay. it. Hey, love Very it. Very cool how you take your guitar inspiration from... From Queen Riot Girl! Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of what I have to say about gender yeah. in this, I feel. Other than, I mean, Lola. Lola! Yes, Lola's very important. Lola's very important. Yes. There's a very um, important video clip of Gerard in an interview um, where someone's like, uh, Lola, is she going to be accompanying you on this uh, trip? And Gerard's like, yes, they will. And the interviewer's like, they? Gerard's like, yeah, they. (laughs) (laughs) I love Gerard's furry pink fursona. Yeah. Little strange pink fursona. Your little non-binary friend who's traveling around with you? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, I just think Gerard's so weird in this album, and I love it. Lola's so left field. So fucking strange. Like, they don't really have a... Like, what do they do for the album? (laughs) Nothing. Promote it? (laughs) Just, like, be pink. Yeah. (laughs) They're wacky, and I love that. And they're also a little... I mean, there's those images of Gerard with the Lola head, right? Yeah. That they're in Lola. Also, is Lola a reference to the Kinks? Which is about a trans woman? Could be. Oh, new theory. It probably is. To knowing fucking Gerard Way. Yeah. It is a song about a drag queen or crossdresser trans woman. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, written by the Kinks. She walked like a woman but talked like a man. Hey, is that Lola? Girls will be boys and boys will be girls. It's a mixed up, muddled up, shook up world except for Lola. Oh. Okay. New theory. I like that. I totally think that that's true. Yeah. Like, we know the kind of music that Gerard is into, mm-hmm. you know? Gerard listens to the Kinks. We know yes. that Gerard Gerard's listens- heard that song. I'm sure Gerard Gerard has definitely heard that song. Yeah. I am certain. Yeah. I, like, I could say with, like, 
Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Lola's just a randomly picked name. But naming your little non-binary pink friend who follows you around on your tour um, after a song notoriously written about a trans person. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything else to say about mm-hmm. gender, but just, ha, huh, glam. Glam. Sparkle. Glam. Yes. Glam. Sparkle. Sparkle. Fuzz. Texture. Yeah. That's, I mean, musically to, to, yeah. to loop the themes back in there. There's so yeah. much texture in this album. Yeah. So much, like, grittiness. And, yeah. And I think musically that's such a great departure from MCR. Yeah. Like we're trying to go in a new direction. We're moving away from the, like, cleanness. We're moving away from 150 distinct tracks. We're... Like yeah, no burying and covering up and we for can't sure. always hear the lyrics for the radio. Yeah. You know? Um, it's such a cool departure. And now we're back to that, Hello Foundations. Yeah. But, um I think that that was a new something Gerard was excited to try that they didn't get to do. And I'm Yeah. I think yeah. that's true. I think that's true. Yeah, so I guess that's what we have to say about gender in this album. Yeah. Right? There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, with a combination of Gerard's hopping between characters and having Lola and having this very glam inspired record. Like, there's a lot going on gender wise. Yeah. If you would like to hear us talk about any specific parts of it or like loop any theory in. Yeah. You got any questions? Let us know. As always, Mm -hmm. let us know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So that's. um, Those are all the songs on Hesitant Alien. That's it. That's all of them. uh, Yeah, that's all all we got to say. Yeah, that's all of them. uh, Anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. I guess. (laughs) Hey guys. Gerard Way is a liar. Yeah, Gerard Way lied to us. And again and again. (laughs) And that could be a thesis. Yeah. Of this episode. In fact, as uh, we've been wanting to talk about uh, this particular song for a while, and the only bullet point that we've had is Gerard Way is a liar. Yeah, we've had nothing else under yeah. it. We are going to analyze this song, just straight up analyze the lyrics. We're just yeah. analyzing the lyrics of this mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> and reading them through context clues. Uh-huh. And thinking about what we know about the band. Right. What we know about the relationships in the band. Right. Um, and how you can't, can't be on tour with people for 10 years and not develop important relationships with them. Hey, if you, (laughs) I'm just warning you again. If you were uncomfortable when we brought Frank into the room as a theorist. Maybe leave. Maybe leave leave the room. room. Okay. Thanks. So what has Gerard said about this song? Gerard has said about this song this is a song about jewel thieves yeah that's very interesting i'd love to hear a song about jewel thieves myself i wonder (laughs) if that's what's in this song (laughs) i'd love to hear about jewel thieves yeah he says this is about a group of jewel thieves everything is fine and then everything goes horribly wrong Mm -hmm. what a thing you said that's interesting yeah what else what else would he say about this on tour so we spent uh, so, about so long. 30 minutes of our hour-long planning um, digging through our Tumblr messages to try and find a gift set where Gerard says many different things as an intro to this song. Yeah. So he has said that this is a song, and, and we couldn't find that gift set. We couldn't fucking we find couldn't it. Find so if it. you know where it is, please yeah. send it our way. We're My God, it was... Up, yeah. yeah, no, we both, I have distinct memories of seeing it, yes. so anyway... He said that this is a song about quitting a big machine, uh-huh. about leaving a machine. Yep. Um, so we can infer band. It, at some point, he was like, this song is for you, brother, wherever you are. 
Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's different than Jewel Thieves, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Well, I think that the only thing we can do Should we analyze it? Is and see if it's about Jewel Thieves? see if this is about Jewel Thieves. Okay, let's thieves. do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's start. Uh-huh. So, the first verse... Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so true it does that yeah yeah um and then it says you twist my arm i'm twisting fate mm-hmm. what does twisting your arm mean you're yeah. kind of like you know you're pushing someone to do something that they uh might not initially want to do right totally i'm twisting fate okay whatever <laughs> we both said okay okay <laughs> who cares true a gerardism is what that is yes it is um you'll leave alone or crazy great Okay, so okay. the jewel thieves are yeah gonna leave the heist. They're leaving either, the heist. Either alone, like the yeah. heist has gone wrong, and they have to go different they, directions <laughs> to not get caught, and they have to go different directions to not get caught. Right, or they're gonna leave and they're gonna be the greatest jewel thieves of all time. They don't have the jewels. They have the jewels. That's crazy, great. Yeah, cool. Okay. Totally about jewel thieves. Or break into a million pieces. Mm-hmm. All your reasons. When you drop a big jewel <laughs> from a height, it shatters into many pieces. <laughs> That's what it's about. Yeah. It's about. Um, yeah, right. It's about that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or it's about um, being sh- shattered by something. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe trying to leave something right. that isn't going well. Right. All um, your reasons. All the reasons uh-huh. to... Leave or stay. To leave or stay. Wow, this is really <laughs> going to be a moment this of our is, lives. Yep. Um... Let's live alone and out of state. Um, the jewel thieves have to leave the state. <laughs> they're living Maybe alone. They're wanted. They're living alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're living alone. Let's live alone. All of us together alone. Let's live alone. Oh, hmm. Or each of us alone. I don't know. Interesting. Let's continue. Let's make up everything mm-hmm. and wake up breathing. Don't give a damn about the wreck you leave in. So we're back to leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making up everything in order to, like, figure this shit out so mm-hmm. that we can fucking, like... Keep going. So that we can keep going. But also, I don't give a fuck about how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <sighs> conflict. These jewel thieves are not on the same page. <laughs> They're not on the same page mm-hmm. about maybe, the way this heist is going. Yes. Or maybe members of a different organization <laughs> yeah. are not on the same are not page on the same about page. Uh, um, direction. Yeah. Right. The next lyric is, you can use my friends, but that depends on what they're for. Interesting. What is this referencing? Uh, There's, like, I, I don't know if this is a direct reference, but... To Honey. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like... A reference to Honey. Yeah. Yeah. You can't touch my brother. You, you can't, can't keep, keep my friends. friends. Yeah. Interesting. That's an... Hmm. This might be about my chemical romance. <laughs> I think this song Do might be about what? my chemical romance. Do you think that the jewel thieves could be my chemical romance? Do you think that these are in a band? Um, so that depends on what they're for. Hmm. And while we're lying on the floor, my mouth is sore. I'm keeping score. A million reasons, but I need a million more. Interesting. The jewel thieves fell on their mouths. Oh, no. (laughs) They dropped all the jewels on their mouths. (laughs) They fell face first. (laughs) My, they fell face first. Because what else could my mouth is sore mean? Like, what else did you? Swore from. Kissing. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Singing so hard. Could be. Yeah. A million <laughs> reasons, but I need a million more. I, a million reasons to stay, mm-hmm. but I would need a million more. Yep. Right. Yep. I'll you. Do it. Yep. Okay. You believe in love. I believe in faith. They'll believe in anything. You make up villains. 
a trillion legions of the damned. Leave it there. I'll leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> um, it seems like this is kind of about maybe just a two of the jewel thieves have a really intense. It seems like two of the jewel thieves like conflict. kind of have a conflict together. Yeah. You, I, you, right. I, yeah. So like these you... are like very diverging right viewpoints of... that the jewel thieves have. Right. So one of the jewel thieves, like, believes in love. It believes yeah. in love. Uh-huh. Um, the other jewel thief, I in this uh-huh. I, yes, believes in faith. And then they, mm-hmm. they will believe in anything. Mm-hmm. So there's a group um, that might be following the jewel thieves around. Oh, like maybe they have like like an audience, fans? like fans. Yeah. Okay. And maybe the jewel thieves have fans. Yeah. Um, and then you again. So uh-huh. the other jewel thief is making up villains, mm-hmm. a trillion legions of the damned. Interesting. Right. So there's some. There's a lot of, I mean, again, I'm feeling the twist in your arm. Like, this is a lot of, like, trying to get someone to stay, maybe, and continue doing something that that one jewel thief really (laughs) feels compelled not to do anymore. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, do you want to do the next part? Yeah. Yeah. And William. Who? William. (laughs) It was really me. It was really you. There was really nothing I could do. You know, this reminds me of a Smith song. Interesting. Yeah. Say more about that. Have you heard the song <laughs> William It Was Really Nothing by the Smiths? I actually haven't. Oh, interesting. What's you that song? give it a listen. Cool, what's that song about? Um, it's about Morrissey being gay. Um, <laughs> is what that song's about. It's about a kind of, like, jealousy. It's about jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. The lyrics are... The rain falls hard on a humdrum town. Mm-hmm. This town has dragged you down. Whatever. This town has dragged you down. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's got to live their life. And God knows I've got to live mine. William, it was really nothing. It was your life. How can you stay with a fat girl who'll say, oh, would you like to marry me? And if you like, she can buy the ring. Anyway. I would like to read the Wikipedia page oh, for yeah. this. The song is popularly believed to have been about Morrissey's short-lived friendship with Billy McKenzie, lead singer of The Associates. The Associates compilation album Double Hypnus released in August 2000, including the song Stephen, You're Really Something, which was recorded by Billy McKenzie and Alan Rankin during the band's reunion as a response to William. It was really nothing. So anyway. This is a song about some conflict between two people who are in bands mm-hmm. um, and are both men. And are having some kind of conflict with each other. Yes. Interpersonally. Mm-hmm. That also seems to be about a romance a Kind bit? of queer. Yeah. There's some queerness there. That's interesting. Yeah. So, William, it was really me. Mm-hmm. It was not It was not really nothing. Mm-hmm. William, it was really nothing. William, it was really me. It, it was, was really, really you. you. And there was really nothing I could do. That's pretty devastating. Um, um, so it sounds like the Jewel Thieves are really big fans of the Smiths. Yeah. Um, that maybe relate to that. Until then, let's use our magic powers with the children. Wow. Now I think this is about the Jewel Thieves fans again. Which seems like a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, it sounds pretty sick. They're, but, they're magicians now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get the argument for continuing to do the Jewel magic. <laughs> However. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like the jewel magic is just really not working for this other uh, person. After that, it says, you don't understand, we don't hold hands. So, we've got hand-holding, mouth sore, <laughs> and uh, William, it was really nothing. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I'm no expert, 
but I think this song might be a little bit about romance. I think it's about having a complicated relationship with somebody. That's nuanced, and I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's about romance. Here's the thing. Let's just say what we've been talking about. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) We We did the bit for a while, I know, we we did the bit for so long. Uh We think that this song, this song is so fucking blatantly about Gerard Way and a member of My Chemical Romance. Right. Certainly not his brother, Mikey Way. Yes. Certainly one of the other two. Mm-hmm. We can kind of guess who the other one would be, considering we know how he felt about the breakup of the band. Mm-hmm. So we think it's about Gerard Way and Frank Iero. We think this is a song about Frank. We think um, this is a song about Frank. Yeah. 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 Um, is that Tin Hatting? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe it is. Maybe a little bit. Maybe however. it is. It, could, it totally could be. I think that this is kind of a well-understood thing at this yeah. point. Yeah. Because here's the thing, it is certainly, it might not be, maybe it's about Ray, maybe it's about just, like, the conflict that happened during this time period, but, like, when we look at other things that were happening at this time, like, the way that Frank reacted, the way that Frank expressed, like, that he was kind of blindsided during this period, it seems that the clear conflict that was happening was between someone who really, really, really wanted to continue being in the band, Mm -hmm. which we know is Frank, and Gerard, who was ready to be done. Yeah. I don't, okay. <laughs> There's perhaps some physical affection in this, yeah. though. Oh, absolutely. Which is interesting. There there absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah, no, there absolutely is. Here's the thing. I it's think... hard to talk about this without sounding crazy. It's hard to, that's the problem, yeah. is that it's literally hard to talk about this without sounding like, um, let's discuss how these dudes fucked. Yeah. Because which is not what that's we're, not, yeah. yeah. I personally... I don't have an opinion about yeah. that. I personally don't have an opinion not about that. Not my it. business. Yeah, you not my what? business. Not my business. Don't have an opinion about yeah. it. However, clearly, there was some complicated, tumultuous relationship of some kind mm-hmm. between two people in this band, yep. right? Yeah. Like, clearly, there... I think the line between platonic and romantic stuff is so, so thin. Totally. And I think... Especially for somebody like Frank, who's, like, kind of obsessed with Gerard. Just, like, obsessed with the way that Gerard writes stuff. Obsessed with the... Whatever. Just, like, really looks at him with so much respect. And, like, mm-hmm. his favorite songs MCR's ever written are super Gerard-heavy songs yeah. where Gerard has just written a song. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets so complicated. Yeah. When it's, like, that is the thing that Frank wants to be doing forever. He mm-hmm. wants to be in this, like, band, in this relationship with these people forever. Yeah. So it gets really complicated. That's hard. It's really That's fucking hard. Really hard. Yeah. And clearly Gerard is responding to that. Yeah. And then that's hard for him too. Yeah. I think. But like you can't sacrifice everything for the way someone else is feeling. But you don't understand we don't hold hands. If I was whoever this song was written about, if I was the other jewel thief, I'd be pretty upset about uh, this. This would be a hard song for me as the other jewel thief to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um I just it's... I don't wanna like <laughs> the thing is like we are both people who are like I'm so... People love to read into every interaction Gerard and Frank have because there's a long history of them being, like, shipped together online for people's porn. Yes. Yeah. But, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, we've talked about this a little bit. We've talked about We don't this. think that fan fiction is bad. No. Um, we think that the thing that's bad is, like, that being sent to people or yes, that being in a place where they can... those people yeah, is where it gets... Involving those people intrusive. in it in yeah. any way is, like, super inappropriate. Yeah. So we're not, like, those kinds of tin hat folks. No. However? However, like, it's hard to read this song differently. It's hilarious because, like, Gerard is so vague so often in mm-hmm. lyrics. They love to be so vague. And they love to, like, just absolutely make things just unintelligible. 
with this and or that and then just be like this has a pretty straightforward meaning yeah you know yeah with this they did the opposite Mm -hmm. where they wrote an incredibly straightforward song yeah and then said it's about jewel thieves thieves. yeah no this is about this is about leaving the bands yeah and all of the really difficult things that that did to important relationships right and like i don't think that's a crazy thing to say no because i don't think that you tour with someone for years and years and years and don't have that person be like a meaningful person to you right of course not and that's and and ending something that you shared together is meaningful and is hard it's like a breakup it's like a breakup so anyway we're not saying they're in love with each other guys we're not saying however that. we're not saying that so anyway gerard's not having any fun and yeah. he thinks you you you're sore. I think you're sore. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done. Gerard said, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Sorry you feel this way. But also, um, I don't give a damn about the wreck you leave in. Yeah. This is how I, this is, this is what I have to do. Yeah. Is what the song is about. Yeah. Is that this needs, that we, we have to end this regardless of how hard it is. Yep. So it's not about Jewel Thieves and Gerard Way is a liar. And so it's not about Jewel Thieves, Gerard Way is a liar. Um, you can put on your tin hat sometimes when it makes sense. Yeah. Because sometimes, here's the thing. Sometimes it's just a hat. Sometimes it's just a hat. <laughs> Sometimes it's actually not a hat. It's just a Sometimes it's just hat. a regular hat yeah. and you're just reading the text. How did we record for a fucking hour? Because we're so stupid. Oh my god. And we love to talk. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the problem with Libras with the podcast. Do you disagree with us about millions? Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Do yeah. you think it's about something else? If you have another idea about the Jewel Thieves, yeah. fill us in. Please fill yeah, us in. I'd love to. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the jewel thieves, um, or what else you think this yeah. could possibly be about. Or like, I mean, other other songs on the album. Did we yeah. like totally skip over some stuff in Drugstore Perfume? Did right. we like? Are we totally wrong about that song not being about Gerard? Let us know. Yeah. 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 Your case. Tell us more. I want to cite your sources. Right. Yes. I want to hear your thoughts about it because. Absolutely. We're really just sharing our little thoughts right now. And everyone's thoughts are, are different. Hey. There's your fucking episode, you freaks. There's your little millions there's, episode. There's your fucking millions there's episode, There's your little you hesitant freaks. million episode. You freaks. <laughs> you guys are freaks. Wow. This is going to become a thing for someone, Marin, if you don't stop. Oh, shit. <laughs> Watch out. You guys are fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> Should we turn this really weird? Yeah, let's get weird. Okay, cool. Great. Weird already. Yeah, anyway. What an episode this has been. Yeah. So I think we'll continue to do this yeah. um, just between the longer episodes mm-hmm. so that we can like take the time to plan for those. But then you guys can still have like shorter yeah. episodes of us just kind of shooting the shit and also like doing like light analysis, but nothing crazy. Because this episode is not crazy at all. Like not even a little. <laughs> it's good for the economy. Um, <laughs> we're giving people what they want, EJ. We're giving what they want. Supply and demand. It is supply and demand. We, it was demanded and we supplied. Yeah. And Send us other crazy asks. Listen. If you have other demands, if we you have supply. Su- we'll supply it. Yeah. We, yeah. We'll do a little right. dance. I'm having fun. We'll do a little dance. I'm having so much fun doing this little dance for you guys. So if you have I thoughts have about what you want us to talk about. Send it over. Could this be our most controversial episode to date? No. No, I think the last no. one was way more controversial. Way, yeah, way more controversial. Way more controversial. Um, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Again. Um, you should leave us a review. Have you considered leaving us a review? Get on get on Apple Podcasts and type in that little box. Yeah. And tell us if we're right or not. You can send us a message mm-hmm. um, at honeythispodcast.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us an email. At honeythispodcast.gmail.com. 
you can get on Instagram and look at us there. Yeah. That's on Honey This Podcast. We post pictures there. Yeah. You can find me on Tumblr at boy-zone. And you can find me on Tumblr at Taste of Chaos 2005. Thanks. Well, go go rob a bank. Go rob a bank. Here's here's stick the jewels <laughs> in your mouth. Stick the jewels in your mouth, William. <laughs> okay.